in a world few have dared to explore. Two men set out on an epic journey to answer life's manliest questions. From the Fortress of Smoothitude in Lawrence, Kansas, it's The Gentleman Podcast with Glenn Stansberry and Brian McKinney. Welcome to the Gentleman Podcast. I am Brian McKinney. I'm sitting to the left of the breezy Glenn Stansberry. <laughs> I, okay. I was thinking, Glenn, about, you know, how I would describe you. And, okay. uh, you know, it's like summer breeze. It's like, you know, here today, you know, it's, it's not a- flowing through the air, you know, just it's, it's, breezing through, breezy. Isn't that a feminine product? <laughs> it's a song by Seals and Crofts. A very sure. good song. I'm pretty sure. That's a very good song by Seals and Crofts. I know the song. Summer Breeze. Yeah. Makes me feel fine. That, yeah, I, I know that, but I'm pretty sure that maybe there's a Saturday Night Live skit that that's... Maybe. Ah, that's I, that might be what it is. I, I don't know. I wouldn't know anything about that, Glenn. Well, I hope you edit um, that out. No, I would never do such a thing. You know <sighs> how I do things with the editing. Well, uh, shoot. Listen to the, okay, Glenn, listen to the definition of breezy, okay? okay? According to the dictionary. The official dictionary says, appearing relaxed, informal, and cheerily brisk. Okay, I can get a board so, of that. That's pretty, uh, yeah. actually, that's pretty, pretty uh, appropriate. It is, it is. I think so. Anyway, you know what else is appropriate, Glenn? Yeah. Is the fact that we're both co-founders of a site called Gentleman.com. It's true. Um, Gentleman.com is a place for all kinds of manly stuff. You have a second in your busy day. Uh, give us a few minutes. Stop on by gentleman.com. Uh, you'll be glad you did. And so will we. Yes. It goes both ways. You it, give a little, you can get a whole lot more. It's like a conversation. You yes. Know? Back and forth. Back and forth. Um, and when you get sick of gentleman.com for I don't know what reason, Which if you have some kind of mental issue or something and you can't, <laughs> you know, I, I've never heard of this before, but if it does happen, yeah. you can always stop on over by podcast.gentleman.com. Where you will find links from this episode that we're going to talk about tonight. Yes. And uh, all kinds of other stuff. Uh, past episodes, uh, trivia. Um, yep. You know, um, frequently asked questions. Um, all kinds of stuff, you know? <laughs> trivia. Uh, um, so anyway, and then you can also get in touch with us, Glenn. As yes. I always say, uh, the best way to get in touch with us is through the United States Postal Service. USPS, people. Um, these people work hard yep. to deliver mail to you every day. Go buy a stamp, put it on a handwritten letter, and send it over to P.O. Box 442305, Lawrence, Kansas, 66044. And we will get your letter. We might talk about it on the podcast. Yep. Um, and so, yeah, so that's the best way. Um, that's the only way to get in touch with us, actually. There's no other ways. Because uh, we're not anywhere on the internet, and we have no email. <laughs> Pardon me. Whoa, big one. Uh, Glenn has a mild condition that he's trying to uh, get past tonight. So it's called fall. Bear with us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, so unfortunately, there's no other way. We don't have an email address. We don't have. We closed Plurk. Yeah, we closed our Plurk account. Our hot or not profile got so many knots that we had to take it down. <laughs> It was not hot. It was not hot. Um, no. And and ironically, Brian and I had lunch today, and uh, the gentleman sitting to the next of us in the next table over actually mentioned, mentioned Plurk. He mentioned Plurk. He said something about Plurk. I couldn't tell what it was, but... He, uh, yeah, yeah, Brian about choked on his beer rock. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, uh, I almost sucked that thing down when I heard the word Plurk. Plurk. <laughs> um, <laughs> Plurk. Plurk. <laughs> um, anyway, 
No, Glenn, that's not true. If you can't send, if you, if there, you don't have time in your day to handwrite a letter to us and send a stamp. Um, you know, I don't know. Maybe we don't want to hear from you. Maybe not. Maybe not. You know, I mean, what, what do you got? Th- what do you got that's going on in your life that you're so busy that you can't take a few minutes to write out a letter and send it to gentlemen? But you have kids. Yeah. A job. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Things what to else? watch on TV. Yeah. No, you take, don't watch Netflix. Take 10 minutes and write a letter to gentlemen. <laughs> I, I think that's a good use of time. I think it, it is too. I'm by. I'm too close to the yeah. situation. Well, to maybe really I am impartial. too. But um, anyway, so if you can't do that, Glenn, I guess it's not true. We do have an email address. It's howdy at gentleman dot com. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also go to Twitter or Facebook slash gentleman and find us there. Uh, you can go to our site, leave a comment, you know, send us an email, whatever you want to do. Lots of different ways to get in touch with us. So please oh. do. We love hearing uh, love hearing from people out there. So drop us a line if you get a chance. Um, so. Let's get on with the show, Glenn. Let's do it, Brian. All right, so we have some interesting tax from this week, or... Maybe we're going to talk about our drink of the week, Glenn, because that's what we always do every week. I... And this is the second week in a row when Glenn has mistakenly got into stuff, gotten ahead of himself. He wants to get this thing over with, I guess. I don't uh, know what's... I don't and, know what and this it's is funny going. because the, you have the website for the beer pulled up, it's and just it's flashing there. at Yeah, me. exactly. It's... Uh, <laughs> So first of all, what we're going to do like we do every week <laughs> every is, week. is every single week, you're going to talk about the drink of the week, Glenn. <laughs> and Glenn, uh, right. maybe, maybe I should drive the train, Glenn. Go ahead. Maybe you should just put on take that a, conductor's hat. Get that, uh, uh-huh. get that jump seat out yeah. and sit, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show, Glenn. Okay. <clears throat> um, so we're going to start. We, Glenn brought over a uh, a drink from I think this is the first time we talked about this brewery on the on the podcast. This yes. is from the Goose Island Brewery, um, and he brought over in uh, their Oktoberfest offering, mm-hmm. uh, which pretty much every brewery in the history of mankind now does from. Uh, July to December. Yes. Um, basically. Um, no, not in just October. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No, you would be fooled because it's called Oktoberfest, but it's really like, you know, uh, Jewel Dimber Fest. Jewel Dimber. Um, I was at Costco, uh, not, I was at Costco yesterday and mm-hmm. they had Christmas stuff out. Oh, man. I, yeah. It, it's that, and like Halloween stuff. I saw stuff like a month ago. Do Halloween. dates not matter anymore? Not if you can get a little bit of dinero. cheddar. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <clears throat> oh, yeah. Anyway. Um, okay, so, but uh, we're going to, you know, pop this thing open and see. Uh, I did, of course, look up a little bit about the Goose Island Brewery like we always do before we pour something down our throats. It's good to know what's going in. That's right. going in there, you know, because you never awesome. know. Uh, and first of all, I have to say about Goose Island, I went to their website, and I think it's really cool. It's awesome. They, the uh, kind of the stu- some of the stuff they've done on their website is pretty cool. We're pro web developers, Glenn. Semi, semi-pro. We're, yeah, you know. Um, <laughs> we're like the minor leagues. Yeah, Minor yeah. league web developers. Just coders. Yeah, exactly. Just a couple coders. Um, but... Their website's really cool. It's got some. It's got some pretty interesting imagery on it. Um, done some interesting stuff on there, which I think is very cool. Um, so, congrats, Goose Island. Um, very well done. But this is a Chicago brewery, um, and much like we talked about um, the makers of Fat Tire Ale, um, you know, we talked about that whole thing where the guy took a trip to Europe and ah, was inspired by stuff, and yeah. then it came back. The exact same thing happened to this dude. He went to Europe. He was inspired by all these beers, and he came back and did a brewery and got what, it going. What's the significance? Did, did they talk about the name? Of uh, Goose Island? 
I believe that's an actual area. Oh, in Chicago? In Chicago. Okay. I, I'm not 100% sure about that, but I think it is an actual um, piece of piece of property out cool. there in Chicago. So Interesting. Um, I could be completely wrong about all of this, but I'm probably not. <laughs> um, so anyway... <laughs> Uh, check out Goose Island. Uh, we're going to pop open these Oktoberfests, and we will we will then give a honest and forthright um, unbiased. recommendation, unbiased. And we're not snobs about beer, Glenn. Nope. We are we are every man. We are. That's right. Yeah. I should say that uh, one of the uh, deciding factors in how many how many mustaches must. Mush, mush, mustache. <laughs> I'm sitting next to Sean Connery all of a sudden. How many mustache twists? <laughs> we give this. <clears throat> um, this was six ninety nine for a six pack. Wow, that's see that that right there. I mean, that, we're we talking about like red slide, dog prices. We might have to slide the scale up. Yeah, you know? I'm. Do you want red extra, dog or do you want Goose Island? <laughs> I mean, Oktoberfest? Schlitz. Yeah. Uh, what else is down there? PBR. Perhaps? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, let's take a take a sip here. Cheers, man. Cheers. Mm. Oh yeah, that's mm-hmm. smooth. Very good. Ooh. I like this one a lot. Chicago. Now, let me. So the description off their website, it says that it's a medium body, medium carbonation, dry multi body delivers sweet dried fruit flavors, complemented with an earthy bitterness. There really isn't that much hops to it at all. No. No, there's not. Oh, there's... Okay, IBU rating is 17. The hops... Yeah. Whatever score. The international hop score is 17. The hops units or whatever. Huh. Yeah. Um, and so, like, an IPA has, like, what, 40s and 50s mm-hmm. or something like that. So, it's yeah. really mellow. Oh, man. Yeah. That's a... Whew. That's good. That's good. All right. So, Brian, it's 6.99. Mm-hmm. Um, now, we... You know, it's approachable. Yeah, it is approachable. Um, much like you and me, Glenn. Um, <laughs> breezy? Dare I breezy? say breezy? It is breezy. kind of is breezy. Yeah, I, I kind of think so. Now, I looked this up on the internet to find out what um, beersnobs.com rated it as. Um, oh, I'm sorry. That, that website's Beer Advocate, actually. Um, Must be thinking of a different one. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, and they had it as an 83. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Kind of got that right, didn't they? So not quite hibiscus goes. Oh. <sighs> Not quite Bob's 47, mm. right in between the two. Oh, Bob's 47 was below, yeah. I believe. Oh. I'm not sure. I can't was, remember Bob's 47. Was the goes like an 87? 88. 88? Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. No. Their rating system should goes out the door. <laughs> um, but anyway, Glenn. Okay, so we're going to give the official gentleman rating out of, 10. Of, of the Oktoberfest out of 10. Uh, what what do you think at, at, at the dollar amount six ninety nine? Man, that 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 pushes it up, pushes it up. It's I like, think you know when they rate cigars, they do the same thing. Mm-hmm. If you have a hundred dollar cigar and it's just out of this world, it's not going to beat a five dollar cigar. That's, that's pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. So I will do the same thing. I man, I, I'm tempted to give this an eight and a half. I eight think the eighty three is pretty, actually pretty. <sighs> See, my girlfriend Laura was in here and she tasted the beer and she said that we were going to rate it at an eight and a half, and that would be the highest rating that we ever gave. Well, what's the high? I, what's the highest rating that? What's the second highest? Uh, what was it? The high? I want to say Bob's forty-seven. Is that? Yeah, maybe we give it an eight. Yes. Okay. I think so. We rounded up to an eight. We gave it like a seven point eight six or something like that. 
So we were trying to, you know, be favorable because it was a cheaper one. I think that one was it was like seven ninety nine maybe or six maybe what that one was six ninety nine too. I don't know. Uh, so anyway, Glenn. All right. So we're talking about Bob the the Goose Island Oktoberfest this time. So what 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 do you say? You say eight point five. I'm t- I'm tempted to go back down to eight. Tempted to go back. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say eight point two seven. Okay. Eight point two seven mustache twists because it's done. I, I like it a lot mm-hmm. and the fact that it's six ninety nine is Right. That's a that's a heck of a price. It's almost sweet. It's almost like yeah. there's I guess uh yeah, I I It's not too sweet. It's good. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's laid back. Mm. Some some Oktoberfests take a little bit too far. Mm. Where it's really pumpkin-y, you know, or something, or and like spicy, spicy. Yeah, yeah. This is just very, very chill. Um, it so. said something about um, hops, bitterness, so multi body with pleasant hints of dried apricot and toffee mm-hmm. aroma. Mm-hmm. I get the toffee part. Yeah, I forget the. Ap- I have like I don't know. I'm I'm battling a cold here. Mm-hmm. It's taken me a few rounds into this this month. Um, so you can't even taste this, actually. I can't. In, can. Way. in oh, okay. a weird way. <laughs> like flashes of snot filter. Toffee. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> toffee and cold. Yeah. But, hey, maybe maybe my rating's off. Maybe it should be... I will defer to the 8.27. I think 8.27's right for okay. this one. All right. So, Laura was incorrect. <laughs> uh, <laughs> miserable fail. Uh, but, um, anyway... Uh, this one is good. Uh, so well done, Goose Island. Love your website and your beer. Wow. Yeah. There you go. Should we give them style points for the uh, website? Yeah, that might mo- knock it up to like an 8.33 or something. 8.33. Okay. okay. But no, we can't do 8. Po- it's got to be like... Because Beer Advocate gave it an 83. So we're like... Oh, oh, oh Yeah, we right, can't right, tread right. on that. So maybe like a, maybe like an 8.29. Okay, done. 8.29. Five. Um, <laughs> 8.295. Uh, on the scale, on the mustache twist. Um, so, congratulations, Goose Island. That is a very high rating as far as our ratings go. The bottom line is run run to your local liquor store and buy a six pack mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for six ninety nine. Yeah, for six ninety nine. If tax, you get it, it there, like yeah. eight something. Now in New York, that'd probably be forty nine ninety five. Yeah, yeah. But uh, here in Kansas, six ninety nine. Here in the flyover states, that's right. Um, Okay, Glenn. So let's uh, move on to some tax. Um, interesting post at gentleman.com last now? week or so. Yeah, we're Jeez. finally ready, I think. Yes. Okay. Well, first up, we have a tax from Razorback. Mm-hmm. Uh, no surprise there. Leadoff hitter. <laughs> Batting leadoff. Y'all, man. We're, oh, Brian, don't get me started on baseball. Okay. Okay. okay? Right, We've right, got to right. stay focused here. Right. My Royals are playing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, this tack. Beer steamed cheeseburgers. Mm-hmm. Now, what's interesting about this tack, it's a YouTube video yep. tutorial. Visual tutorial on how to make these beer steamed cheeseburgers, which I gotta say is a fantastic idea. Yeah, it's a fantastic idea. But it's not also, only that. <laughs> not only that, it's from our friends at Barbecue Pit Boys, who put uh, the recipes are like kind of uh, over the top sometimes. So yeah. this one's actually very simple. But yeah. the other one that we that we reviewed was like a we reviewed like a thirty minute long <laughs> video about so and I, I it was early episodes like episode five or six or something like that. We, did, we were young, naive. Yeah, we didn't know what we were talking. <laughs> Getting into and we started watching the barbecue pit boys uh, do some barbecue alligator is what they were doing. So right, 
the premise it's of the video easy, it's really yeah the premise of the video was <laughs> this is for tailgating you know barbecuing an alligator or why something. not barbecue some tail yeah and, and so but the, they start the video by saying it's really easy it's really good and then it's like a 30 minute video with all kinds of crazy steps to barbecue an alligator there were like 30 ingredients yeah i mean uh-huh. granted you're, you're supposed to be at a tailgate right removed from your right. you know Spice cabinet. So anyway, but the but it's a very entertaining video because they have a lot of personality in what they do, and it, the website that they have is barbecuepitboys.com. Um, and it's it's got that cheesy factor. Yeah, it's got kind of cheesy, and it's they know really, it's they play up the you know it, it's good. It's really well done. But um, yeah. anyway, this is a video all about how to make a steamed cheeseburger, and my goodness, this, yeah, this looks good. <laughs> Holy crap! You know, sometimes the recipes that fly by the side are just like, ah, that just yeah. seems a little, yeah. you know, they're trying a little too hard. This one makes sense. Yeah. So they basically, first of all, they start out with a cuts of a steak, right, and actually grind up the meat, which is yep. awesome. Yep. Um, and then they basically add a little bit of spices, and then he's like, you know, have a couple of uh, steel steel pans you know like we talked about last week episode. cast iron yeah cast iron sorry cast iron not steel um cast iron pans and they fill one with some of you know he says your favorite beer i looked in the video and it's a bush light <laughs> what the which is awesome as well how uh, many twists did we give that brian uh we haven't reviewed that one yet i'd but. probably get the beer soaked uh bush more twists than i would the regular yeah 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 yeah, yeah I, I digress so anyway and then they this they do, he, they go through the whole process of making the thing which is pretty simple you sear it a little bit you toss your beer in the pan with the with the thing and let it kind of mosey around in there a little bit and then you're you're pretty much done except then he takes he's like get some cheese on there yeah. and he takes like an entire packet of cheese a huge handful two two handfuls, <laughs> two handfuls of cheese and puts it all over it and then you know whatever and uh finishes the tops it off and calls it good i mean these guys they're not slight of build no you know they're no. and this is a big hamburger he's making too it's not a quarter pounder he he said, "Take a pound of hamburger." Oh, it's a pound. Yeah, he said about okay. a, about a pound of hamburger. Yeah. All right. So yeah, yeah. It's a it's a substantial burger, but it looks incredible. Yeah, I I'm gonna have to try this. This yeah. is actually one where I'm like, I need I need to do yeah, this. Yeah, exactly. Um, the barbecue alligator, maybe a little bit beyond <laughs> my scope at this point. I'm I, still trying to figure out where to get like a supplier for alligator. Well, just back my backyard. Oh, okay. there's a yeah. Mm-hmm. Can we can we grill some bats? Fresh water, yeah. <laughs> Freshwater uh, crocs. Fresh. This is a stream croc. Yeah, a crick croc. Oh. If it exists, I'm sure it's right. out there. Um, well done, Razorback. That's a, yeah. That's a fantastic ad. So that is a recipe that we're gonna have to try. Maybe we should do a recipe on the on the show. A cooking like, show. We should like uh, integrate. You know, like while we're doing the podcast, we can be out there like grilling up <laughs> steam uh, steam beer cheeseburgers. While doing the that's podcast. not about you know that we would have to do this uh, we, that would almost have to be like a video mm-hmm. like a like a that's hybrid yeah. have the podcast have the audio but also yeah. have the video maybe we should try that someday Brian that, yeah that's not a bad idea yeah you know another another opportunity to to pull back the kimono mm-hmm. or wait pull back the curtain pull back the curtain <laughs> oh yeah pull up the kimono <laughs> pull, yeah well uh, uh, yeah. yeah anyway but anyway uh, there's curtains yeah. Uh, um, the so next one, the next, yeah. the next hack. Sorry, I'm, I'm no, 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 no. Okay. The next hack. Um, we're gonna go. We're gonna go down a little bit. And uh, the, the first one was a little lighthearted, very yeah. easy to digest. The next mm-hmm. one, just a little bit um, um, dark and sinister. This yeah. is uh, added by Anya Keister, <clears throat> and uh, 
he he added this tech called Angry Mob Tosses Ukrainian Politician into the Trash. And it's on NBC's website. And basically, uh, there's... <laughs> It does what it says. I mean, yeah. It's, it's, I thought it was a. I thought it was like a hoax at first because this politician is just walking through this crowd, and the crowd gets unruly, and they literally just they're they're like pushing him around, and they pick him up and toss him forcibly into yeah. a dumpster, and then they like keep shoving his head. In the yeah, trash. They, like hold him down into yeah. the dumpster. Somebody throws a tire Throw on a him. Tire on him. It's I. It was pretty. Frightening, actually. Yeah, I, I was uh, wondering at what point the crowd was going to turn. Yeah, you know. Well, and they start moving well, the dumpster worse. and stuff like that. Yeah, like, shaking like them. They're in gonna it. like cart it off somewhere. I mean, uh, I and the, the problem is, like, there's no context to the story. Really, they say they kind of talk about what he used to be part of one party and then he switched parties or something like that. Um, so. Anyway, oh, it says having a history of authorizing bills, placing restrictions on anti-government protests, and criminalizing libel did not appear to play well in his favor. So maybe Whoops. he was he, he was involved with a lot of bills that went against protesters. Um, but yeah, they just toss the guy in a trash can and don't let him get out. Basically, it's pretty it, pretty freaky. And another thing too, if you watch it, I swear there's like a line of policemen. Oh, really? Like, well, they have. Maybe maybe they're just people who have policemen looking like clothes on. So my question is, if you were in a crowd like that and you're a policeman, what do you do? I mean, you engage the crowd? It seems like they're just trying to act like they weren't there. I mean, they definitely weren't trying to help him. Uh, they could have got him out of there like that. Yeah, I don't know, man. You, you don't want to risk some kind of all-out, you know... But but, you got to protect the guy at the same I don't know. I don't Brian, know. Stuff call. Just another example of a dirty politician. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Speaking of which, mm-hmm. politics heating up. Oh gosh. Every time, every time this time of year rolls around. Well, time of year. Every every other every other year, mm-hmm. we we get hammered on the site. Mm-hmm. Politics. Not looking forward to that. Yeah, it's going to be a bummer. Um, <laughs> but we will persevere, Glenn. Yes, we will. Um, much like this guy does, I think eventually he gets out and everything like that. It's just forcibly. That, yeah, forcibly. I. It's. It looks like he almost like falls out like hard. I mean, he oh, doesn't. I don't know. This is a bad day for this guy. This is it the kind is. of day you just don't want to go to work. That's, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to say about it, man. I don't know enough about Ukrainian politics to make a comment on it educatedly. Or Ukrainian dumpsters. No. That's a weird-looking dumpster. It is. It looks like a barrel more than a dumpster. Yeah, kind of like a really well-used dumpster. Mm. Well, well. anyway, I should remember that on my way to work, Glenn. <laughs> no, one's, no one's standing you outside of, know. of my employer with a pitchfork and tossing me in a garbage can yet, so... Okay. But well, hopefully that won't come to that. But yeah. Um, anyway, uh, enough about me. Um, let's talk about the <laughs> other post by Razorback that we're going to feature on the show. This guy is so good at posting stuff on gentleman.com that he actually has two tacks on this episode. Prolific. One episode, two tacks. I uh, love wow. Razorback and and his contributions to the site. And this is a um, this is a really interesting video. Um, this is I watched this and I. I did not understand what I was seeing. No. Like, I thought it was a mistake. I don't know. The the the, the video in question is uh, an Arkansas State player during a fake punt. He faked his own death on the uh, during the punt, uh, and I couldn't. I wasn't able to. I don't know if they commented on whether this was a legitimate play that he was taught to do, or he, he just had to have been. It looks like he was coached to do this. But he put he crosses his arms. Yeah, 
He gets, as, as soon as the ball is snapped, he instead of, he immediately takes a step, crosses his arms, and falls straight back like he died. And there, there's no one around him, so uh, but nobody the, dies like that. Yeah, it's the weirdest thing, um, and nobody pays attention to him either. Yeah, <laughs> that's the best part. So apparently, it was supposed to be some form of distraction. <laughs> so, <laughs> no one even cared. They just, no, they just ran around him. Yeah. So I don't know what. I don't know if that was. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not sure about but, that. But one. the other the other side, which makes a little bit more sense as to why he did that, is because it was a fake punt. Right. So they're they're, they're trying, trying to do distractions around the fake. We you know. think. Yeah. <laughs> um, but wow, it was that was great. Yeah. And so we were talking about this, Glenn, and we were talking about the whole idea of trickery, right? You know, trick plays and stuff like that in in college and pro football. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. It's a little. It's it's weird because you. Know, I've, I mean, you know, Statue of Liberty play. Statue of Liberty. Um, who was it? The um, Boise State that beat OU yep. with the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. Um, it was a great play. Mm-hmm. The, I know K-State at one point used a fumble ruski what? to win a game. This was... Before this, Snyder? No, this was Snyder. This was a long time ago. The old fumble ruski. This was a long Whoa. time ago. Yeah. Really? Actually, yeah. Goal line fumble ruski. Pulls that out every decade. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I was watching Sports Center today, and they showed. I guess on Sunday, Johnny Manziel did a. He, he plays for the Browns. I don't know if he's on the field. He must have come off the field and acting like he was talking to his coach. And he's talking to his coach, and they have the camera up close on him because Johnny Manziel and his uh-huh. coach goes go, and Johnny turns and streaks up the sideline, and they throw to him. <laughs> so it's like it was a uh, a man. He was like. There must have been like what ten players line. Is it eleven? It's eleven. Eleven, yeah. yeah. So there was ten on the field, and he just as soon as the play snaps, he he runs back onto the field, oh, and, yeah. and they threw to him. It's like a thirty-seven yard pass. Yeah, but it got called back. But yeah, another example of a trick play. Yeah, the pros even. Here's the problem with this. Like you said, that one got called back. Right. A lot of times those things get called back. Yep. Because of it's too confusing. I see all the time somebody tries to run a trick play ineligible yep. receiver down the field. Yep. Because False offensive start. lineman, you know, is just trying to, you know, whatever, and he goes too far upfield during yeah. a pass play. Yeah. And, you know, there's just a lot of confusion that happens in those things. I can't even imagine running the old fumble ruski, which is pretend like you snap the ball, but it's really sitting down by your legs, and then right. you're the center, and you have to pick it up and run and run in the end zone or whatever. You know, didn't did we review uh, a fake like a little le- like early one of our early episodes? Mm-hmm. One of the tacks was like a. A junior high or elementary or high school game. Did he try to give the ball to the ref or something? <laughs> yeah, he took the snap and he walked back and he was like, like he was giving the ball to the ref, I think. Yeah. And then he kind of just like flipped it behind his back and started walking down the, walking. He just walked past the line. Yeah. And then he started running and he like bolted <laughs> down the side and he got a touchdown. So I don't know. It, it's pretty fun to watch a lot of these plays, though. You know, yeah. like. The guy dropping dead, I need to find out what the real story behind this was because it's just, I mean. How great would like an expose of that play be where they interview all the people involved yeah. and like, you know, what really happened? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it's been blowing up on the internet because it's just absolutely ludicrous looking. Like, <laughs> you know. Oh, man. I think he should have like struggled to like, you know, and fallen down or, you know, I mean, like instead of just like yeah. locking your arms and falling back. It's- <laughs> Anyway, if you haven't seen the play, check out podcast.gentleman.com, and I'll link over to it, and you can go check it out. It's pretty awesome. Um, <laughs> it's always fun to see the trick plays, and this one is a 
a beaut. Yes. Yes, um, she is. And finally, Glenn, we have um, just uh, th- this is a post uh, from Zamoose, Legendary Zamoose. Um, you know, his his uh, avatar is awesome. I, I assume that's a caricature that, that was drawn of him. I don't know. I don't know. I'm clicking through. Well, it looks like a Zamoose. Yeah, that's like got to be him. It's a superhero. He's Bullwinkle. Yeah. Okay. No, Rocky? Well, he's a superhero because he's got ZA on there. Oh wow! So that's a that's an awesome. Uh, anyway, he's been around on the site for a long time. Love his stuff. He posts a lot of great stuff, just like Razorback does. Uh, and this one is no exception. This is a awesome car. This is Johnny Cash's Rolls Royce Silver Shadow, and it's for sale yes. at auction. Um, apparently, it showed up on Pawn Stars a few months ago, and I don't know what happened with that. But this is going to a, an auction now, and. Um, it's no reserve, and the car just looks sweet. And it was given to Cash as a gift for, um, I think, from ABC. ABC yeah. for for because they were so pleased with the success of his show at the time. Yeah. Um, but strangely, it has a separator between the front seat and the back seat, and we can't figure out what. I don't know if that meant that he had a driver that he wanted to separate himself from, or what what that's all about. It's really weird. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's not like it's a limo. No, it's like it's, it's a like cop a, car. Yeah, it's just a two. It's a you know, it's a little four seat caddy. You know, you know, as a parent or Rolls Royce with two small children, that yeah. would actually be really handy. Ah, that's a I good could idea. get on board with the the mm-hmm. old separator. Have just like a plastic yeah. thing. You know, I'm sorry, I, I can't yeah, hear you. Yeah, I, can't. I can't hear you. I don't know what you're saying. I can't hear you. That reminds me of. Uh, Are you crying? I can't see. That clip in Spinal Tap where they're riding the limo and he starts to have the conversation with him and he just like pushes a button and the plastic screen goes up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, it's a super cool car. And um, yeah, auction, no reserve, Glenn. Maybe we could put five or six dollars down on that and see if we see if we win. I, I like her. I like our odds. Yeah. I really. I wonder what it would go for. I mean, owned owned by Johnny Cash. Mm-hmm. A crazy. I don't know how many of those rolls they actually made. And it's in like mint condition. It looks. I mean, it's. It looks. Sweet. Johnny probably never drove it. It's got you know some sweet wood paneling and leather and everything. It looks like it's in perfect condition, and it looks awesome. Yeah. I mean, rolling around in that thing would be. Cool. I gotta say, the outside doesn't look. At first glance, I'm like, eh, it's okay. You know. Yeah. And it, but as you get, as you look at like close ups of it picture, and yeah. the inside, I mean, yeah, it looks awesome. So anyway, I could I, maybe I could trade up my truck. Deal. Trade up my my uh, ninety five Toyota pickup and get the old uh, cash Rolls Royce. I I think that'd be a good move for you, savvy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, we'll see we'll see what happens with that, Glenn. I don't know. It's going to auction, so anything can happen. Um, Roll the dice. Rolling the dice. Okay, Glenn. That was some interesting posts from gentleman dot com from the last week or so, and. Glenn, it's time to do a toast. We're doing the toast. We're okay. doing the toast. Yeah, we are. Glenn, you know how these things go. A lot yep. of times we're talking about somebody that's passed away or something. You know, it's yeah, a sad, sad, sad day, but you got you to raise your glass to the right. greats that have passed Wipe on. Wipe the tear away. But this guy is, we're so fortunate to still have this guy. Alive Glenn. and well. Alive and well. And... This guy's name is Brad Leland, Glenn. Yes. And who who's who is Brad Leland, Glenn? Brad Leland is our beloved character. Uh, in 2006, a show was born mm. titled Friday Night Lights. It's not just a show; it's a movement. Okay. A movement. A movement was yeah. formed. Yeah. Called Friday Night Lights. It really was. I mean, yeah. when it when it started, it was a big time show. 
Um, I didn't get on board with it. Maybe did did you? I introduced I, I, I you introduced me to it. I casually mentioned the show Friday Night Lights one day to Glenn. I remember just mentioning it like oh, I've been watching you know Friday Night Lights. It's pretty good. I talked to Glenn like the next week, and he's like, "I've already watched three seasons of it," <laughs> <laughs> and it's bad because not to get too far away from who we're toasting, yeah. but the show isn't really about football after a while. But no. You just get sucked in, and, and yeah. it gets so ri- ridiculous. I'm sorry, spoiler, but it gets so ridiculous. Yeah, it gets a little bit off off kilter. But you know, the first season is gravy. Yeah, that's it's, the thing. They hook you with the first it's a, season. It's a gravy train with biscuit wheels, Brian. And then you can't stop. You can't stop. And Brad Leland plays. My all-time favorite character from Friday Night Lights, a guy named Buddy Garrity. Is it, it maybe top five TV characters of all time? I think it's definitely in the top five. Okay, really? I mean, I, I every scene <laughs> that Buddy Garrity is in is gold. I mean, it's it's he ama- steals it. He steals he steals he the show. It away. He steals the show. And what he play, he plays his character. If you're not familiar with Friday Night Lights, it's all about uh, high school football in Dillon, Texas, which is a fictional town, but it's all about the kind of um, obsession with high school football in in Texas, and uh, <clears throat> he played uh, Buddy, this character Buddy Garrity, that is the local car dealer that won a state championship in football at that school 20 years ago, and now he's he's still obsessed with the the football team there, and he's, he's a huge booster. He tries to be involved with the team any way he can, and that's basically <laughs> what his life surrounds. So you can imagine there's goes all the practice. There's a lot of good storylines around having the old older guy that's kind of still obsessed with the high school team that he was on. Right, right. Uh, but what's great, you know, I mean, he, not only does he nail the character and it's awesome, but I was just reading about his bio, and he actually was a member of a high school team in Texas that won the state championship. A big big high school, right? Isn't, yeah. Plano, isn't Plano big? I think I think so. And so he they, they won the state championship and it says that he's still heavily involved with, you know, <laughs> with the school. So it's almost like, you know, art imitating life, you know, and uh yeah. Anyway, as we research as we researched this toast, we were I was trolling out some message boards, mm-hmm. just some random Google hits on on the character's yeah. name. And one guy said that he actually now granted this is one guy on the internet, but one right. guy on the internet said that he actually was in line with Buddy with uh, Bradley Lynn. Bradley Lynn at the airport mm-hmm. going through security, and he was talking with him. You know, <laughs> and he said he was an awesome dude. But he said that if you watch the show and you talk to him in real life, it's like the same guy. There's no crossover. I mean, I mean, it's all crossover. Like, yeah. it's no, there's no, <laughs> there's no distinction. There's no line between Buddy Garrity and Brad Leland. <laughs> yeah. Wait, this is this isn't for real. <laughs> I think they just yeah they just told him you know okay just say whatever you would if say someone called, yeah if somebody calls you buddy just ignore just yeah. ignore it pretend your name's buddy yeah that's, that's the only acting you have to yeah. do um, so anyway Brad Leland um, probably probably not as well known as some of the people we've toasted you know but dude deserves how, every bit how awesome would it be to go to Texas we yeah. should go to a Plano football game. Right. Oh my gosh, that'd and be awesome! Try to meet Brad Leland. Oh my gosh, dude, that would be incredible. If anybody out there knows Brad Leland or can get in touch with him and let us hang out with him, or just interview him, just yeah, interview. No, him. no, no. We need to. T- we need to. Yeah, see we him need to talk. To, yeah, we need to talk. That would definitely be a face-to-face interview. You know, Greg, sit down. Brad, like, Brad, it'd be like sixty minutes. You and I sitting yeah. there in a dark room. Buddy. No, Brad, buddy, <laughs> take us back through episode one. You know, yeah. Uh, Brad, 2006, a big year for you. Yeah. How how has the success of Friday Night Lights changed you? Yeah. Well, I got to say, it changed my heart, Glenn. <laughs> so, so, 
Mr. Brad Leland. Um, oh, toast I, to you, sir. I love this toast, my life would be the same without him. Yeah. Cheers, Brad Leland. You mm. you you changed my life forever. Brad and I have joked for at least two years, semi joked mm-hmm. about one of us going as Brad, as Buddy Garrity for Halloween. Yep, Buddy Garrity and Coach Taylor. Oh man, yeah, that'd be that'd be a heck of a Halloween costume. Coach T, Coach T. Brian, um, shall I? Yeah. Are you uh, ready for a round two? Sure. Um. So anyway. Uh, that was Toast to Brad Leland. Uh, wherever you are, we love your stuff. We think you're awesome. Um, keep on doing what you're doing because it's, it's changing the world. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, uh, so that's neither here nor there, Glenn. Um, nope. But what is here and there is... It's everywhere. It, it, <laughs> it's here, there, and everywhere. Yes. Um, is the... Hot button Topic. topic. Um and this Glenn this this came up for me this is a this is a touchy subject for me because oh, yeah. um I just came back from Winfield Kansas the wound is still open from from the bluegrass festival down there and I, you know I went down there on Wednesday night I came yep. back on Sunday yeah and uh, you know when I was out there I was basically living off the land right you know I had a tent and that's about it you know yep I was roughing it you know berries you pick berries I sprinkled in some Fritos chili pies in there. <laughs> You know, but other than that, you know, I'm just I'm just out there with nature, just a man know? in the land. That's right. Yeah. Uh, but some people, <clears throat> when they're when they're camping, they um, bring down a massive house-like camper. So uh, my, my the question, uh, the hot button topic is, you know, if you're if you have a massive camper that looks more similar to a rolling house, mm-hmm. and you bring that camping for a week. Is is that is that really camping? Is it still camping? Is it still camping? I don't know, Brian. I, I, uh, gosh, this one. I love to camp, right? Mm-hmm. I'm actually going camping in a few weeks here, mm-hmm. um, and I'm really looking forward to it. Fall right. weather camping, right? But the 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 part I'm looking forward to is that it's fall and I'll be outside. Uh huh. You know, right. I know, I know people that have these campers that have like TVs, they have yep. satellite dishes, right? Yep. They have you know. Basically, all the amenities of it's literally like being at home, mm-hmm. but your home has wheels. Yes. Um, so, I gotta say, no, Brian, that's not camping. That's rolling, or that's yeah, that's I don't know, cheating. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you ever have you ever like stayed in one of those campers for the weekend or whatever? No. I almost spat on your carpet. <laughs> no, I have not. No. Now, my, I take that back. My parents, uh, somehow, my parents' house sat a, uh, gosh, what was a Winnib- uh, No, no, uh, uh, what are Airstream? those? No, 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 no. Uh, what are those minivans that are like convert, that have like a st- oven and like a stove? Oh. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, gosh, yeah, what are yeah, those yeah. called? Yeah, I know what you're talking Not about. Not a Winnebago. Uh, oh. Yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'm gonna get to the bottom of this, but they but for a week, my brother and I like it was just these people. I don't know why they're friends, family parked it at my parents' house. Oh, okay. And all my brother and I did was like play the thing for like a oh, yeah. solid week, just because yeah. it was the coolest thing ever. Yeah, I remember thinking that stuff was cool when I was a kid. Oh man, yeah. what was that called? So the other question about this is, what if you have like a minimal kind of camper, like a very small, like very like utilitarian, like it's got a bed, maybe it's got like a stove or something like that, but then that's it. You know huh. what I mean? Like the small like, yeah. little teardrop campers with the... Right. You know, you got a, a place to stay, but you don't have any of the amenities really. But Although, I will say that those 
the smaller campers now like that that are you know supposedly kind of you know yeah, yeah whatever they they all have TVs they yeah. all have you know like you know That's all the, the thing, stuff man I, I I like getting away from it all mm-hmm. I like not having that contact and just getting out yeah now I will say whenever I go camping and it rains which is often yeah I kind of wish I was in a camper yeah um, but I I don't know I think if you have a camper and you're doing it for like an extended period of time, mm-hmm. like you know weeks at a time or something yeah. like that. That's cool. Like yeah. that's a, that's a cool thing. But if you're going out for a weekend and you have a huge camper, with, yeah, and you're like towing your yeah huge. So if you're towing a big right, you towing like your truck behind down there. Yeah, you know it's just when it's a big production like that, and you're there for a weekend. It mm-hmm. seems like it's a bit much. So yeah, well, my buddy Jeremy Woods yes has a camper, but it's. It, I mean, it has nothing. It, it's got two beds in it. Right. It's got you know stuff. It's got a he's got a window air conditioner in the thing. Right. So, but he I mean he uses it all the time. He's out. He goes out fishing all night, and he'll like park that down. And he's got a little property on the lake, or on the on the river. Right. And he'll you know he'll, he'll park that down there, and then go fishing, and then come back and and stay at the camper. So. But but his thing, he's not trying to get out. I mean, his thing is the fishing. It's not mm-hmm. the not the camper, right? Well, it's all about you know, it's all about the weather. I mean, he'll go out in, right in August, and it'll be yeah nine degrees at night. You yeah. know, yeah. And so having like a room with an air conditioner on it makes you know you can actually sleep then. Right. You know? He's trying to get away from nature at that point. Yeah. Which yeah. is yeah. Yeah, no, no, I, I get that. I mean, he's not he's not saying he's going camping; he's going fishing. Right, right. The campers right. there to right to facilitate you know, such right, yeah, such yeah, activities. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's true. It's not camping. Yeah, you're right. Okay. No, I guess I, I agree. You know, I, uh, I I will say that during my Winfield visit, I did uh, go to Woods' house to <laughs> uh, to shower. Up yeah, because showers. If, you know, if I was yeah, if I was just laying in my tent for five days it would not be a pretty experience for the other people around me oh man i uh i have a funny story so uh i went camping with a bunch of guys it's probably like six seven years ago Mm -hmm. and i was with another guy in this tent and it was hot and you know middle kansas in august yeah super hot Mm -hmm. humid i woke up to something dripping on my head and it was the condensation inside our tent (laughs) Of our breath, yeah, and the heat, yeah, was dripping on me. Yeah, I mean it's just, <clears throat> yeah, so it's just not fun. I think that's the thing is that it comes down to the weather. Yeah, if it's a mild day, like you don't need the camper. No, you know. But if it's like really hot or cold, I'll give that pass. That I, I've definitely <laughs> you know like gotten in somebody else's camp. Mm. I mean, not somebody, not, not like a stranger, but hey, like my, but yeah, <laughs> I'm Brian. <laughs> You may have heard of me. Yeah. Kind of a big deal on the internet. Uh, but, no, I've definitely, like, partaken of the camper when I'm, you know. And I would like to get, like, just a little cheap camp, uh, camper just to haul around to, yeah. to go do stuff like Winfield because it's it's a little nicer if it rains or if it gets super cold. Then you have, like, at least some decent shelter from it. So. But, again, you're not there for the, the, the main per- – that's yeah. just facilitating your right. stay. Right, 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 right. I just have a, I just have beef with people say oh I'm going camping and they right and they bring the for America. for two days they have fifty thousand like, dollar trailer down there exactly yeah yeah Ugh. let's call it what it is <sighs> yeah You're in a hotel yeah basically it's a wheeled hotel a fifty thousand dollar hotel yeah <clears throat> all right all right well um you know 
don't know. It's a touchy subject, Glenn. I know. I know. People are, We're going to divide the gentleman look, community about this. People are going to debate this until campers are no more. That's right? true. And that will never happen because there will be, always be somebody that wants to buy a little rolling palace. Rolling palace. Man, there are some mm-hmm. massive... Yeah. My uncle had a, a massive camper at one point. And yeah. it was just... Oh man, they're pretty. I mean, they're they're awesome. I mean, if you go inside them, I and mean, everything, it is like a hotel or something, you know, basically. It is, but then you have to like in the winter months, you have to store it somewhere. Yeah, because they're not just you know, mm-hmm. and then you have to clean it. Yeah, and, and of course, you know, it costs tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't just get on you know TripAdvisor or something like that and go. I want to get a VW camper van. I think that's what it was that I was talking was about it? earlier. It was a VW. What is it? Oh. Uh, Westphalia? I don't know what that is. No. Well, I'm I know just there are a lot of weird vans back in the seventies. Seventies, yes. Yeah, they like they're all kinds of stuff. Whereas, like you know, I'm looking this up. I, I, I can't let it go, Brian. Go ahead with the next segment. I'll get. I'll get a. Uh, no, I was just gonna say that I want to get. I see every time I go down to Winfield, I see tons of VW camper vans. And what these things are is they're basically like vans that you can pop a tent up at the top, um, so you get kind of the benefit of the the you know yeah the shelter and everything like that but yet you know not super expensive right and, you know all that stuff so anyway they're actually <clears throat> the westphalias this is what i'm talking about i think oh okay, okay West, of, westphalia okay. yeah so like that's uh, pretty cool yeah i think it's just another it's like like you were talking about it's a v-dub with like a oh so it is westphalia okay so v-dub okay. with you know like a a stove and a, a <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that's so cool. Uh huh. Holy crap! I think you could take the seats out. You could sleep up top. Okay. My brother and I were like infatuated with this thing. It was the only car I ever wanted. Wow. I'm not a car guy, but I wanted one of these. Well, uh, that might be my new dream car, Glenn. <clears throat> Move over, '68 uh, Camaro. Yeah. Westphalia is looking pretty, <laughs> pretty legit. Yep. Um, that's really cool. All right. Well, wow. I've got a new new love affair now. Sorry, Brian. Wow. I wonder how much they are. Probably not very expensive. <laughs> well, it depends on which one you get, probably. Because, like, <clears throat> you know, like Airstreams, um, you know, the old ones and stuff like that, they're like, there's a whole market for people that want those. And the same thing with those VW uh, vans, I bet. So, I don't know. But the, the one problem with that is that you'd have to be rolling down the road uh, in a... <laughs> In a 1970s VW. <clears throat> you know, funny you should mention that. I was just, I don't know how I came upon this, but I've been wanting to go to Hawaii f- for a while now. Mm-hmm. My, my wife's been there a few times. She yep. wants to go back. Mm-hmm. I was just kind of looking at, you know, I, I think I Googled like ways to save money going to Hawaii because Hawaii is like a racket in itself. Yeah. It's like one big tourist trap. Yeah. Yeah. And so <clears throat> somebody mentioned this thing where you could basically, you rent Westphalia's. Mm-hmm. And then you just drive around the island and camp anywhere. Oh, okay. Because you have a West Valley. And the weather's great. And the, Right. You don't have to worry about the weather. Yeah. And uh, that looked pretty awesome. And it was mm-hmm. like actually a reasonable thing. Like, mm-hmm. I can't remember how much it was a day, but a hundred, maybe less. Yeah. You know, That'd be cool. As, as opposed to staying in a resort. Yeah. And needing, you know, to yeah. rent a car. Yeah. You got both taken care of. Yeah. All right. Interesting. But you're right. There is the whole, it's a 1970s van. At what point right. will it break down? Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Probably not a big deal. In stranded on a beach in Hawaii, yeah. isn't the worst thing uh, in the world. Well, we'll just go walk to the beach. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I really want a Westphalia now. This is uh, 
This is intriguing to me, Glenn. Yes. That could be my life's mission to rebuild <laughs> and and redo uh, Westphalia's. So. That would be that'd be really awesome. Actually, that would be awesome. Uh, so look out for Christmas. Maybe. That would be really yeah, Christmas. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> Man, that would I would forever like owe you yeah. a, a Christmas gift. You can't do that for Christmas. No, it would There's be more of a that. birthday thing. Okay, okay. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. just up in the chips a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, speaking of upping the chips, Glenn, um, I think it's time to talk about the questions from the gentleman mailbag. Yes. Glenn, and we were talking about where to stay, resort, resorts, campers. Yeah, this dovetails. You know, this this goes right into this, uh, this next question, and I, I really like this one because I think everybody has a story like this. Yes. Um, the question is, what is the worst hotel room that you have ever stayed in? Ever. I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell two stories, Brian. Okay, that's good. Yeah. The ho- Okay, the first story. The hotel I stayed in was fantastic. It okay. was it was really good. Okay. My wife and I went to San Francisco. Um, and we stayed at the. Uh, it wasn't like a really expensive hotel, but it was kind of neat and interesting. It was mm-hmm. it was the, Vertigo Alfred Hitchcock's. It, uh, it was a, a hotel, based on the the Vertigo. Uh, oh really? Hotel. Or Vertigo was a set hotel, but it's based on Vertigo. Okay. So the theme is like all the same. It's really, really kind of cool. Okay. That's uh, so yeah. we stayed there. Great stay. You know, we mm-hmm. were only there one night. Mm-hmm. We leave the next morning. We're checking out. I got our suitcases. I'm ahead of my wife, Lynn, and I. I I, uh, I get on the elevator, go down, go to the lobby, start checking out. Mm-hmm. My wife ends up. Uh, she, you know, about a minute and a half later, she. Saddles up next to me, and her face is like the color of a um, a beet. Okay. And and she's like frantically doing something with the bag. And I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. Apparently, I hadn't zipped her suitcase. I took our suitcases down, right? Uh huh. Her suitcase, which is way bigger, yeah. on, had I didn't uh, um, zip it up all the way. Okay. Or something, and her I left a trail of unmentionables. Um, all through the hallway, in the elevator, all the way to the front desk, and my wife was like behind me, like picking them up. Wow! I don't know how many pairs of underwear she had, mm. but it was uh, very embarrassing for her. Uh, also explains some looks I got on the elevator. Yes, because I was oblivious. You know. Wow. Well. Yeah. Anyway, so great stay, bad experience. Okay, that but, was. But that's more your 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 doing than the hotel itself. Well, okay. I mean, if we're going to get technical, right, right, yes, right. Brian. No, no, but no. Still, still, maybe we could pin that on the suitcase being faulty. Maybe. Oh, that could be okay. Faulty or maybe, luggage. Maybe my wife didn't zip it up all the way. Well, I wouldn't. I'm just the hired gun. I right? wouldn't step into the weeds on that. You one. take this downstairs. I do what uh, I'm told. Yeah. Okay. Right. She's not going to listen to this. All right. Yeah. Watch. Watch it be the one episode that she makes it all the way through. No, you're right. She won't. Be. She won't. Okay. <clears throat> So, but the ba- the worst worst hotel I've ever stayed in. Yep. Uh, was I was in high school with mm-hmm. my track team. Mm-hmm. We were going to state, Wichita, Kansas. Okay. Okay. Wichita is a little bit of a salty town, known for some you know crime and mm, other things. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a big uh, you yeah. know not, the, the, not a yeah. huge city. Sometimes there's some areas in Wichita a that are a little dicey. It's a yeah. bit dodgy. Well, right. we we decided to stay in the dicey side. <laughs> okay. In the heart of the dicey side, right? Uh, you know, school district saving a few bucks. You mm-hmm. know, yep. So we stayed at this place called uh, 
what was it? Was it the Scotsman? Flying Dutchman? I don't know. Something like that, all right? <laughs> okay. Some weird name like that. We roll in, and on the, the, the stairs going, like, on the side of the hotel, mm-hmm. there's a drug deal going on. Oh. Okay? Okay. We go inside, get our room, and uh, I lift up my mattress. There's blood everywhere. Blood everywhere. (laughs) In between. Like, maybe there was a homicide. I don't know. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my. That's unsettling. If you're, I mean, yep. In any in any context, I don't know that. why we. Li- I don't know. If somebody's like, "Hey, you should check out the mattress." And this, oh, never ever do that if you're in a seedy hotel. There's the thing about that though. There's there's something about that where they say when you're in a hotel because there's something about like they try to like dispose of crime evidence in the in between the mattresses or something like that. Well, there's something about that because I've heard that too. Like check the mattress when you're. Well, I yeah, slept on a crime scene. <laughs> I'm telling you, there was blood everywhere. Oh gosh! Wow. It was. That's it brutal, wasn't man. like oh somebody had a hangnail or you right. know somebody. Right. It was like right a spot. Right. Like, right. Like a, not a spot. Right. A pool puddle. Oh. I mean, it was. Wow. And I don't know. The other thing is, I don't know how. I don't remember like. Like, was it just that side of the mattress? Yeah. It must have just uh. been that side of the mattress. They just flipped over or something. Mm. I don't know. All I know is wow. is that I was forever freaked out of hotels. That is a... That's a... The, the concept of a hotel by itself is just... It's kind of freaky. Ooh, yeah. yeah. It, it, it's one of those things where you don't want to think about too much. Right. You know? Just... Just... just you know, you're just... Yeah. You just put yourself in your happy place. Yeah. And not think about put anything. the headphones on. And then just go to sleep. Yeah. You know? Because it's... If you think about... Thousands of people stay in that room. It starts to get a little bit disconcerting. Like no matter where you are, if you're at the nicest hotel, it's still a little bit of weird experience, you know. Um, yeah. So, I've got a couple. Oh, okay. I've got I've got two stories as well. These are these are both I would say equally disconcerting. Yes. Okay. I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Um, okay. So when I was, I'm gonna start with the early. No, I'm gonna start with. Yeah, I'm gonna start with the. The one that I experienced a little bit later, and okay. then I'll, I'll go back to the one that I experienced earlier. And when I was 19 years old, okay, uh, me and a group of friends, uh, we were visiting one of my buddies in LA, and <laughs> my buddy in LA was kind of kind of busy with stuff or whatever one day, and and something, and he had something to take care of. He couldn't hang out with us or kind of we were it's like four or five of us, and it was kind of a process to deal with all of this. Sure, you know? sure. Uh, and so he was kind of busy, so we were talking about different things that we could do, and then we eventually decided, well, you know, we can take a bus down to Tijuana. And when you're a 19 year old kid uh, <laughs> taking a bus, <laughs> taking a bus down to Tijuana seems like a pretty good idea. Sure, you know, because yep. still does. You know, you can drink beer down there when you're under 21, yeah, and that's yeah. appealing to a 19 year old kid. Yeah. You know, uh, and. <laughs> You know, other things that we talked about at the time that, you know, it's 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 an appealing place to go break some rules. You right. Know, let's just say that. You're not breaking rules, though. No, you're not. And that's okay. the thing. A little bit of danger. A little, bit, a little element of danger, yep. you know? Um, and so, anyway, I'm going to skip to... There, there's a couple different situations that happened to us on the way down there. But the kind of the main crux of the situation was we took a certain bus chain that is 
you know, prevalent all over America. And we had no idea that they typically run several hours behind in schedule. So we were supposed to arrive in Tijuana during the daylight. And we arrived there late at, I mean, probably 10, 11 at night uh, in kind of a, a little bit of a dicey area of Tijuana. Is there a part of Tijuana that's not dicey? No, I mean, based on my information, which is not very much, uh, I would say that, that that's probably no. Okay, okay. That, that probably, I mean, you got to kind of be... Just try to set the stage here. Be a little bit, you know, be be aware of what you're doing while you're down there, you yeah. know? And uh, I'm definitely a careful guy. And right. Even at I, 19? Even at 19, okay. I, was, I was very, very just probably overly concerned about stuff. But... Um, when we hopped off the bus, a bunch of 19-year-old kids, the bus driver actually was concerned enough about us to oh. single us out out of a bus full of people and say, hey, you guys need to go like 10 blocks that way and you got to do it like right now. <laughs> so we – I remember like – basically jogging you know 10 blocks to the the main strip of you know and so we we roll up there and we're 19 year old kids naive kids and we 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 just find a hotel on the main drag there in tijuana and it's like the pink flamingo or something like that you guys take american yeah so we walk up and we're talking to the guy and he's real suspicious of us because i think he's probably been you know duped before by people that are trying to by gringos well Pack too many people in a hotel. We're nineteen year old oh, kids, you know yeah, all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, a lot of very. So he's kind of you know a little, but we like say no, you know we're we, we paid for you know all the rooms and everything like that and and all that stuff. Anyway, we go to go up to our room, and then the weirdness starts happening where we we go we're like we paid for you know our hotel. We're nineteen year old kids, you know we've never been in any kind of situation before, and. The guy, there's just like a bellhop there that's standing there the whole time. We're talking about everything. We don't think anything of it. Typically, hotels have a guy that helps you bring your bags out, you know. And so we get finished with the transaction, pay for the hotel for the one night, and uh, we we go to grab our bags and walk up to our rooms. You know, we have maybe a back. We each have a backpack. Or yeah, something. yeah, yeah. And so the bellhop says, "Well, I'll take I'll take you and your bags up to your room." And we no, we don't need you know. Just tell us where it's at, and we'll take it up there. No, 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 no. I'll take you up to your rooms. Uh, and so we're, we're kind of like, uh, you know, like, okay. 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 So we all grab our bags and he walks over to the elevators with us and he punches a button and starts riding up to the elevator with us. Well, while we're on the the elevator, the guy says to us, uh, what do you like? <laughs> and we, we, you know, we look at each other and we're like, I, I don't know. I, you know, I don't know what you mean. You know, we, because we, I don't know. You know what? And, he's, and he says, uh, "You know, well, do you like Coke?" And <laughs> as a nineteen-year-old kid, I honestly thought that he meant Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. Sure. Uh, yeah. Who yeah, doesn't love yeah, it? It's yeah. like the second most popular. Yeah. And so we, we kind of just we're, we're we're all collectively very uncomfortable because we don't really understand what he's asking us, and we we kind of just you know yeah you know sort of. And then he ta- he takes us over to our room. He lets us in our room, and he says, "You you know you 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 want girls, you know like whatever you guys want. I, that's I'll go, I'll get it for you, you know." And oh wow, helpful, very, very helpful, guy. yeah, Batman. So yeah. um, we immediately put two and two together on the previous question, and quickly ushered him out the room. And uh, you know, it, it was that that was the start of our trip. We'll take it from here. And it was <laughs> that. So that was. I mean, that was incredibly uncomfortable. I mean, yeah. it was. It was. And then wow. you 
then you're staying at this place and you start you start worrying like what he has a key yeah well you don't i mean now you start i mean you know you start to see like in the bigger picture i'm in a space that i don't you know i have no concept of how things work it's very scary you know at that point and so i don't remember sleeping at all i mean we came back to the hotel and i remember just laying there my eyes wide open because i was just totally terrified about what (laughs) what all was going on you know and and as a 19 year old kid especially it's extremely eye-opening to to you know to get into that kind of situation and you know try to try to navigate yourself out of there without you know running into any trouble which we did there was no trouble that we ran into and once we got that situation like diffused or whatever maybe he you know i don't know anyway point is we got out of there no problems and it worked out. All you had to say, Brian, was we're broke. That's uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I, and I think that you know, uh, okay, that's part of it. We we, yeah. kid, we have no. I mean, we are kids. We're we didn't 19? have anything. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. So anyway, I don't know. Anyway, so that that was like a terrifying experience that I had. Wow. Hotel. And it was very harrowing. You know, maybe he was talking about Coca Cola. <laughs> I don't know. What's wrong with those guys? Yeah, I'm just trying to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just trying to break the ice. I was just here. making some conversation, you know. You like pizza? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Yeah. What's I got to do to get a tip around here? Yeah, seriously. Uh, do you anyway. like girls? Yeah. Six guys in a room. Yeah. Like, you you're nineteen. <laughs> you must like girls. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Okay. So what's the other story? Okay. The other story, Glenn. Um, so the other story is that. Um, when I was when I was 17 years old, uh, right before my senior year in high school, we um, we were going to take a trip. All all my buddies and I hopped in a van and we went to go see Tom Petty oh. play at Sandstone. I was at the, wait. What year was this? Yeah, this we talked about this. We were at the same show. Okay. Okay. Yep. So we're about to be seniors in high school, and this is the last day of school. On like at the end of at the end of a year of school, yeah. and so we were juniors. We're going to be seniors. We found this concert at you know Sandstones, this amphitheater up in Kansas City. We we're all excited about it, and so we all hop in a van and we drive up <laughs> to Kansas City, and uh, we get up there, and there's probably I, I want there's there's six of us. Okay. Okay. And but we needed to, we were going to go there, and we definitely needed a place to stay because we didn't want to drive back at you know twelve o'clock at night, you know whatever. And so sure, uh, we uh, we st- we we found this place, uh, and it was like right across from this amphitheater, and Ooh. it was I, I want to say it's called a Liberty Motel or something like that. I see it when I drive. I still there. I still drive. I still go to Kansas City every time. Anyway, uh, I remember I. I uh, we got to the hotel after the concert, and uh, we all hop out of the van. And you know how I am. Like, so <laughs> my buddies are all hopping out, and I'm like, you know, I stay, I, st- I kind of stay back to like help people get their bags out, or like, yeah. you know, you know, make sure, you know, make sure we get the car locked, and you know, all the stuff that has to happen, you know, and everything like that. I'm kind of like hang back to make that. Everybody disappears except for like me. And you know maybe one other guy or something, yeah. and we're just kind of like tight, you know, making sure everything's crossed and everything like that. We finally, me and this other guy go up the room. We get up there, and all of my quote unquote buddies have already claimed the the two beds in the room. Oh no! And so I, we get up there, and they're like, you know, they're all laying on the beds, and I'm like, 
what's good you know okay this this doesn't seem quite right Why, you know, yeah, whatever. yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway the long and the short of it is i ended up staying on the floor of this hotel and it was the like the dirtiest it was i, I want to say at the time it might have been like 50 bucks a night or something like Ooh. that it was a seed i mean there was all kinds of stuff going on in the parking lot we were walking up and you know it was the weirdest Tom Petty was... Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, no, I mean, just imagine, like, a really seedy highway motel, Ooh. you know, and mm. you are sleeping on... I don't think I even had... I think I had a pillow from the bed, and I was just sleeping on the floor of the place, and it was like, you know, there was no padding. It was like carpet on top of concrete. Oh. Just grow... I mean, you're looking over the floor and seeing crumbs and, you know, all, I mean... It wasn't uh, so anyway. <clears throat> that was the uh, that was it. How it, far? So from Manhattan, that's what like three hours. It's two two and a half. Two and a half. Yeah. Two. So in hindsight, <clears throat> probably should have just driven home. Yeah, maybe that would have been a good idea, <laughs> but uh, we chose not to. I don't yeah. know. Maybe it was our you know wanting to be eighteen and celebrate. Yeah, and yeah, uh, being seniors and getting a hotel room. Yeah, we're gonna stay at, at Tom, Tom Petty. Petty and stay at the Liberty Hotel. Liberty Hotel. Oh, good god! Make friends with roaches. Yeah, it was. Uh, that was yeah. That was the kind of place it was. <laughs> it was a roach motel. Uh, pretty much. Um, so anyway, nothing. I mean, nothing too crazy has happened to me at hotels. Strangely, now I have a, uh, a penchant for. <laughs> Getting hotels that are super nice. Like when I go stay someplace, I'm always like, where's the five star? You if know? you have to sleep on the floor, it's yeah. on a bearskin rug. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's just one of my things now. So maybe it's those where's experiences. Where's the five star? <clears throat> so maybe it's the maybe maybe it's maybe those experiences have shaped my my choosing of hotels now, Glenn. I, I, I typically spend a lot of time trying to find the best hotel I can for the amount of money that I'm willing to spend. <laughs> so I don't blame you. <clears throat> when, you, anyway. when you stay, I don't know. I try not to think, like, I don't ever use, like, the top comforter. Mm-hmm. Like, I always kind of, like, keep it. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't get it anywhere near my face. That top comforter. I'm not going to touch it. That top comforter. It's a, yeah. <sighs> it's a black hole, man. I knew yeah. a guy that I knew a guy that was in sales. And he traveled a lot. And he <laughs> said that the only difference between, like, uh, a $100 hotel and a $500 hotel is the mattress, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, you're just paying for a mattress. Mm-hmm. And the nicer hotels have nicer mattresses. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I would disagree with that statement. I would say because I've stayed in some I think nice, ho- I've stayed in some nice hotels that are way different, like way, 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 way overpriced. Or- no, I mean sometimes. I mean, you, did, you know, we talked about the house hotel and oh yeah, in uh, Galway. No, not Galway. Maybe, um, maybe it's more like the chains. Yeah, like that's what yeah, he's talking definitely. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, he's that not going to stay at a, yeah. you know. And then, you know, I guess they're both the examples I have. Like, there's a hotel called the Fitzgerald in Ireland. Right. In Dublin, which is, I mean, it's... Is that the one that we highlighted? Palpably different. No, we talked about the House Hotel. The House Hotel. That okay. was the one, and it was... Um, the the in, Yelp. Yeah. Fiasco. Yeah, yeah, the Yelp thing. The Yeah. But um, but anyway, the Fitzgerald in Dublin also is, is a cut above, highly recommended hotel. Um it's just fun to like go to those places sometimes. I mean, yeah. I'm not going to fork over a ton of money every time I go someplace, but when you have a chance to like splurge a little bit and get a get a cool hotel, it's sometimes worth it. Sometimes yeah, it's not, but sometimes it is. Absolutely, especially when you're in Tijuana. Um, so anyway, point is, Glenn, that was episode 27. That was episode 27. Two seven. <laughs> On an email to you when I was sending you some links that we should talk about, mm-hmm. I. 
I, ha- I couldn't remember. I said 20-something. Yeah. But if you think about 20-somethings, mm-hmm. 27's about, you know. That's the prime, man. Yeah. Well, life has been downhill since. Yeah, it's ever. It's now. Now the podcast is going. Well, it can't really go much more downhill. We're go- well. That's true. It's, we're gonna. We're gonna. When you start at such a low ground, how do you? <laughs> I mean, she kind of. I don't know. Yeah, I'm trying to reconcile this in my head. Yeah. it's just not working. Well, anyway, we basically do anyway. this for us. Yeah. So, especially at this point in the night. Yeah. Who's listening? Literally, no I think Laura. Is the only person listening? Well, iffy, depending on how bored she gets, I guess. Oh, okay. So maybe yeah. Laura. Yeah, maybe Laura. Hi, Laura. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you were almost right about the Goose Island. Yeah, almost, <laughs> but not quite. Future Laura. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I'm going to give an update on that. Goose, this is a fantastic beer. I like this one a lot. This is one that this you can good. just drink and not, like, you don't think about it. I mean, it's tasty. Yeah. It's great. You're glad it's there, but mm-hmm. it's like a, it's almost like a soft drink in that, yeah. like, it's comfortable and you just don't think about it. Hence, I think this is the highest rated beer that we've you know done the with the mustache twist. I think this is the highest rated one and the cheapest one probably. Yeah, this is the cheapest beer we've had on here. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. So anyway, check out Goose Island um, Brewery, mm. Oktoberfest, and some of their other stuff. We talked about the uh, the, the Honkers Ale, which the is Honkers also is really good. good. That's an autumn ale, right? Like the, that's an autumn seasonal. You know, I've had a few of the. I've had a, I had a friend uh, Justin Ehrlich who loved Goose Island Brewery. Mm. And I think I've tried everything but IPAs. I'm not a big IPA fan. We, we probably won't review an IPA, will we? Maybe, Maybe we, we might. Don't. Oh, well, I like I like certain pale ales, but mm-hmm. not India pale. I just thought. Yeah. Anyway, the Goose Island stuff. I've had like a they have a nut brown ale that's really good. Maybe that's a future one coming yeah. up, mm-hmm. especially now that we know the price point. Yeah. Um, they have a stout that's pretty good. I remember if I remember correctly. So yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to. Delving more into Goose Island territory. Okay. So. All right. Great beer. Man, that's a good one. And episode 27 in the can. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Glenn. I'm off to Colorado. Glenn's off to Colorado. I'm left to my own devices. Um, <laughs> it's going to be it's gonna be an uh, interesting week, you know? Is it? Yeah. Well, I'm coming back. It's this transition period. You're going uh, to Colorado. I, I'm coming back from Winfield. Door. Yeah, we had like one day of overlap, Shit, and now you're night. out the door. Oh man! Yeah, so literally, this is the only night this week that we could have recorded this. Yeah. So anyway, so uh, I'm trying to get caught back up on stuff. Glenn's taking off. Um, so anyway, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. But uh, what we don't have to see how it goes will be the next podcast, right? Uh, podcast twenty eight. Twenty eight. Which um, I'm already looking forward to, Glenn. Yeah. Episode twenty eight. Yeah, I am. I really am. Um, you know, we've made it past. Uh, this is this is well over a year now, right? We're coming up. We're coming up pretty close on a year, I think. Uh, okay, almost on a year. Uh, yeah. re- the release date or recording date? Recording date. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Because we talked about Halloween. Was, yeah. It was in November. Yeah. Right. Early November. Yeah. We started? Ish. Yeah. Okay. So we're coming up on it. So anyway, maybe I won't have a cold. Maybe when we maybe. record that. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> All right, Glenn. Oh, well, Brian. That was episode 27. That's It's right. That, 27. 27. 27 yes. Okay, I'm trying to get, I'm starting to get confused. <laughs> that was episode 27. Um, and... <laughs> and it was good. And it was it was good. It was yeah. okay. It was all right. Okay. It was just okay. No, Brian, was, look. Look, you're... you're 
you're torpedoing this thing before it's even. That's true. It's always got to go, go listen to listen to playback. It was at least one of our 27 best episodes. Top 27 of all it time. It makes the top 27. Oh yeah. Okay, that's that's a good point, Glenn. Okay, so that was episode 27. Uh, I am Brian McKinney. I'm Glenn Stansbury. Uh, have a good night, guys. We'll see you guys next time for episode 28. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you.